comes a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one. There are people dying. Oh, when it's time to lift a hand to life, the greatest gift of all. We can go on, pretending day by day that someone, some way, something will change. We are a part of God's perfect family. And the truth, you know love is all we need. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who took a brighter day. So let's start giving. There's a choice we're making. We save in our own lives. It's true, we make a better place. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Bet you never expected to turn on a Good Stuff with Carlesia podcast and hear a beautiful, angelic voice. Oh, man. You just think you're going to get a talking, talking podcast. No, I bring the goods. Vocally and news-relatedly. Is that a word? Anywho, hey, this is uh, Good Stuff with Carlisi. I'm Carlisi, your favorite host of this particular podcast. This is episode three of season four. Now, this is episode 149 in totality. We've done 149 of these episodes. Um, but we don't count the first one. First one's episode zero. Uh, that was a pilot episode. Uh, so technically, this is episode 148. Um, we'll have Kaylee on for episode 149, and then I want to do something big for episode 150 because I don't know people do things halfway. I think right, another thing. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I got some ideas, but you know, you ever heard of this thing called time? That doesn't exist. It's it's all fake. Anywho, you may be asking yourself, why did I play that beautiful, beautiful song in the beginning of uh, this podcast? Well, if you remember, this New Year's resolution, I'm actually sticking to it so far, where I wanted to watch a bunch of documentaries this year. Um, So far, we watched nine. That's not bad. I, I mean, as far as documentaries go, they're not as entertaining as watching, you know, Doom 2 that's coming out, uh, or, you know, Avengers. So we're spreading them out, but still nine is probably more than I've watched in the past nine years, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, but the one that just came out on Netflix is called The Greatest Night in Pop, and it talks about the making of We Are the World, and um, how they got everyone together in one night and all these celebrities and how they wrote the song. I didn't realize that Lionel Richie and Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson um, wrote that song. So that's cool. 
And ever since I listened to, oh, sorry, ever since I watched that documentary, I have listened to that song at least mm, maybe f- 20 times in the past week and a half. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. A very good documentary. Um, I highly recommend watching it. It's on Netflix. It's cool to see, uh, like, now these people are mega rich, mega famous, but it's cool to see them all kind of get in the room and, like, become friends or become, like, uh, starstruck over each other and how nice they're being to each other. Um, and, like, encouraging each other to sing the song, like, they could, they could do better. Uh, that was cool, cool. Now, they wouldn't do that to normal people, average shows like you and I. But, you know, it was cool seeing that. Like, But also knowing that this this interaction would never happen between them and a normal person. <laughs> a normal, poor human being. You had to be rich celebrity status to uh, get that type of treatment, I suppose. Uh, anyway, Super Bowl is coming up today. Uh, rooting for, seriously, I'm rooting for, obviously, 49ers. You know the reason why? Couldn't care less before any other team. Either of these two teams. Couldn't care less. Uh, but I say the 49ers because one of my favorite YouTube streamers, Dr. Disrespect, is a big 49ers fan. So I will root for the 49ers in support of him. But I could, couldn't care less. I'm going to be more excited for the commercials, if anything. And by the way, Paramount Plus has been putting out their Super Bowl ads on YouTube already, which... I'm not sure why we're doing that these these past few years. Anyway, theirs are pretty hilarious. I got to give 10 points to Paramount for their funny uh, Super Bowl ads. But let me tell you what I am excited for. Pizza Hut. Now, normally nothing good comes after you say the words Pizza Hut. (laughs) But I got to give it a shot. Uh, They have the spicy honey habanero pizza at pizza hut and about three months ago maybe two months ago um i had a honey pizza in dayton ohio and i've been thinking about it ever since and it it was tough because pizza hut normally's not that good marco's pizza has a hot honey pizza but the problem with that is I'm I'm hoping on old reliable. I used to get pizza. I used to get the stuffed crust pizza back in the day when it first came out, and that was amazing. So I'm hoping that the hot honey habanero pizza is good with the stuffed crust, and that all kind of comes together full circle. Because Marco's Pizza has it, but Marco's Pizza doesn't have stuffed crust. So um, I will come back to you with a, a review on whether or not you should get that pizza. A couple of food reviewers on YouTube said that it was like a 7.2, 7.5, which for Pizza Hut, I mean, like it's basically McDonald's. That's not a bad gig. Also, speaking of food reviews, what a weird gig, man. I mean, uh, I would love to do that because I eat food all the time. Anyway, I'll do it for free. <laughs> but just to think about it, like you're, you are trusting this random person to tell you, you know, what's good or, or what's not. Uh, 
how do we trust them? We don't all have the same taste buds. Um, yeah. So anyway, in, in the next week or so, I'll give you uh, an update on whether or not that you should get that pizza. Um, me and Kayleezy will be off next week. Be celebrating our seven year wedding anniversary. Seven years. How many days is that? How many days in seven years? 2,555 days. And if you're wondering, that's uh, 61,344 hours. 3 million. 680,640 minutes. <laughs> Keep going and going and going. Um, yeah, yeah, so we'll be off. Uh, we're going to take a little two-day trip and relax and rest and recover and celebrate and sleep. That's going to be my most favorite, sleeping. Um, so, yeah, there won't be an episode next week. Give it, give it two weeks. End of February. Um, what else is going on, guys? I feel like there's something else I'm gonna mention to you. Oh, 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 oh. um, no, 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 I won't tell you that. I won't tell you that. That's between me and me. <laughs> but let's go to something crazy. This is supposed to be a good news article. I try to read a good news article each episode. Um, I. I've kind of gone a little cynical on this one. I'm not sure, but this is a viral social media post. You may have seen this about a customer who went above and beyond to ensure that their server received the tip that they were intended. So what happened was, you know how you get like 80 different receipts when you pay for food at a restaurant? Um, this person, which I'm surprised he saw it, signed the merchant's copy, which you're supposed to do, but he took the merchant's copy home. And the merchant's copy is where he put the tip on it and everything. Um, so when he took that home, the restaurant had no way of knowing uh, what the tip was that he was gonna leave. So I'm assuming they did the right thing and, you know, put no tip in since he did not put a tip in. Otherwise that's fraud. Um, so what this guy did, he realized that he took the merchant copy home and he wrote them a letter uh, telling them the story and included a $20 tip for that waitress. Um, and this, this post has been viral. Perfect example of absolute class act. One commenter said, I wish the world was full of this. We'd all be so much better off, says another commenter. Now, here's my issue with this. Okay. <laughs> you know me, cynical guy. Yeah, we're, we're here to talk about good stuff. That's true. But listen to me, why don't, now this may be crazy for 2024, why don't we just start 
charging the right price for things and stop paying waiters and waiters waiters and waitresses below minimum wage because we want to tip them just charge the right amount of money for the food and pay the waitress or waiters the correct amount of money is that insane Is that insane? <clears throat> um, there you go. I'm typing in something. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose something to America. My fellow Americans, it's 2024. How about we start charging a normal amount of, of, for our food instead of having to play the math game of 20%, which used to be 15% was good. Now 20% is normal. And you don't give us an option to do 15% anymore. Uh, it was like 25% is like the new good. Just start paying people normal prices and charging us normal prices. Is that so hard to do? It's 2024, America. Time to wake up. I think uh, as your future president, United States, my first decree will be making sure all restaurants stop asking for tips. I have yet to be at a restaurant. Okay, I'm done being the president. I have yet to be at a restaurant. People say they exist. I have yet to be at a restaurant uh, where they just give you the full price and there's no tip involved. I'm trying to think back to a time where I was like, man, that service was so good. I, I just really, really have to tip them. I, I Well, okay. I think when I got... Uh, when me and Kaylee's got pedicures and when I got um, a facial and when I got a massage, I think those types of services, okay, you're touching someone's face that you don't know. You're, you know, touching someone's foot that you don't know, cleaning that, clipping it, whatever. I feel like that one's like, okay, you, this is not a, a fun job. You're not working on the, the stock market. <laughs> but like, as a waiter or waitress, you could just pay them normal amount to do the same thing and deliver the food and they can do a good job at that. And, and there shouldn't be, you know, the fumbling of the tip. Now, will this ever change? Probably not. We're probably gonna be in our 80s, us millennials. We're gonna be 80 years old and still complaining about the same thing? I don't know. I feel like it could get more popular as time time's going on. But um, here's the crazy thing too. So it's the tipping culture, and I mean, maybe you don't care about this at all, but this is, this is what Carlisi's thinking. I had an existential crisis last week. I was getting some takeout to go. I went to a restaurant to go. I went to pay. 
and they print out the receipt and have me sign it, but the tip slot's there. I'm like, do I tip you for making the food that I'm paying for the food? Or am I tipping you because I want to support the business, but I'm, I'm supporting the business by paying for the food and I'm not getting any type of special service. So why would I tip you? Like there's no waiter or waitress involved. I'm just taking the food to go. I had a midlife crisis. That's not the right word. An existential crisis. And I end up not tipping because <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, I'm supporting the business by just coming here, not having to tip. So it, it's getting, getting a little wishy-washy, but I do like the memes on social media where it's like uh, the one I saw was uh, the doctor had given uh, birth, the doctor had helped birth the patient's child. And after the baby was born, the doctor comes up with the tablet and says, just gonna ask you a few questions here. And it was the tip screen, 10%, 15-20. It's funny how they like, they know it's so awkward when you're leaving the restaurant. Uh, just gonna ask you one question here before you go. Like, you know what the question is. <laughs> even the ice cream place i go to they're like hey do you want to tip us for making the ice cream cone that we that you paid for to be made ah <sighs> society am i right we live in a society hell yeah oh no actually that one works hey society we live in you hey society Get a job. <laughs> oh, so that's a good news article. Good on that person. He has a good conscience, obviously. He likes this business and he likes the waitress. Uh, and he wanted to make sure that they got tipped because it wasn't paid for now would he have $20 tipped them I don't know if that's necessarily true we don't see the total bill for him to to do that but yeah that's cool I mean I think I, th I think doing nice things is great uh, I think even tipping you know above whatever you want if you want to do that as like you're a good thing that's fine I just am amazed that restaurants still get away with not just charging the correct price and paying waiters and waitresses the right price. Um, I can only imagine how hard COVID was for that industry as well, especially with DoorDash and Uber Eats and all that stuff. Um, uh, started making a bunch of money during COVID, you know, when the restaurants weren't making anything. Anywho. Um, yeah, documentaries are coming along. We got a, a big list on Netflix that we're adding to, uh, so we'll be watching some of them. Uh, that's probably the one New Year's resolution I've held on to the longest. <laughs> I tell you what, I just hopped on the uh AI train with chat GPT, GPT, GPT. And um, I'm talking to it, man. Me and AI are having a good time. <laughs> Just chat it up, you know? It's all, I'm asking it questions. Very knowledgeable, by the way. Like, hey, how do you do things? How do you motivate yourself to do things that you don't enjoy? 
I'll ask chat GBT that and then they'll give me back a response of ways to convince yourself to do the things that you don't enjoy. And I've just been thinking a lot about working out lately and how just not fun that is. You know, it'd be cool to be like, I want to make this a, a hobby, but it's just so not enjoyable that I'm like, I don't know how people do this for fun. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I keep, I'm, me and ChatGPT has been going back and forth on how we can make working out a fun hobby, something to enjoy, or even something to push yourself to do, even though you don't want to do it. And then maybe you will enjoy it. So I'm hoping that this helps me with the mentality of, you know, getting to the gym and figuring out things and making it fun. You know, one day I would love to be like, I can't go one day <laughs> without hitting the gridiron. No, that's football. Hitting the, what do they call it? Just hitting iron, pumping iron. I can't go one day without it because I love it so much. Uh, sadly, that is not the case. But if you're not hip to the AI train, man, I'm late to the chat GPT game. And it's very interesting uh, what it can do. I could ask it to write a whole script uh, about Harry Potter. I asked it to make uh, Harry Potter jokes for me. Uh, how to calculate or make things. It just knows it all. I'm amazed at technology. I thought it was cool just enough to mimic someone's voice with AI, but now I'm having full-blown conversations with it and uh, it understands me. <laughs> technology is so weird and it's gonna get even weirder probably. Um, I'm just here for the ride, man, until the robots take over. This podcast will last until the robots take over. Even Skynet, you know what's crazy? I could, I could, do a script and maybe I will do this one day just for giggles. I can AI clone my voice, my voice, and then chat GPT a script for a five minute podcast episode and then have my clone voice do it. And then I don't, I don't have to do the podcast anymore. AI's taking over. <laughs> I can have a podcast with all presidents if I wanted to. <laughs> and they could just talk on my podcast. Oh, thanks for coming out, President. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll interview the president, <laughs> the AI president. That'd be pretty wacko, Jacko. Um, let's see. Anything else? I went to Athens, Ohio, for the first time. Any, if you're a, an Ohioan, you know that's like very south Ohio. That's where it houses the infamous Ohio University which I learned was established before the Ohio State University. Um, so I'm kind of confused why people are all prestigious on the Ohio State University when Ohio University was around a long, long, long time ago. Uh, it was weird getting there to get to Athens. I had to go through West Virginia, uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia, and then it twisted and turned me into Athens, Ohio. Um, there was literally nothing there. Don't know what the big deal is about that area. It's a peaceful little college. I don't know if that was a city. 
it may be a township. Um, but it's cool. I'm I've almost seen this this may blow your mind. I'm I may have almost seen all of the eastern portion of Ohio. If you split it down the middle, Ohio has eighty-eight counties. I think I've seen almost all the counties. If you slice it to the middle, start so Columbus, Franklin Township. If we go, you know, top to bottom to the right, I think I've seen probably 75% of the counties on that side. Now I'm very excited uh, because at the end of this month, I'll be going to the very Western part of Ohio. And this county is called, hold on. I think it's dark, but I wanna make sure I say it right. Or it could be Drake. No, yeah, it's dark. It's D-A-R-K-E, <laughs> Dark County. <laughs> I'm excited that I get to go to Dark County. But my most wanted, my most wanted, my most looking forward to county, the county I'm looking forward to seeing the most, like I guess we could take the long route, is Van Wert County, Van Wert. W-E-R-T. I want to go to Van Wert and I want to go to Auglaze. A-U-G-L-A-I-Z-E. We have some dumb names. We have some dumb county names. I'm sorry if you're from those counties. Uh, but I want to go to Van Wert and Auglaze. Why? Because dumb names. Why do we have 88 counties? Who thought of this? There's just so many, and what I do, I'm, I'm going to have to go to at least 46 of them eventually for work. So <laughs> I'm going to for sure one day see over half of Ohio's counties. Um, yeah, that's just a random story. Van Wert and Auglaize. If you've ever been to one of those counties, let me know. Maybe you can show me the what's so cool about all glaze. <laughs> you know the funny thing too? As soon as you hit these rural counties, immediately everyone has a country accent. Everyone is a southern accent. Immediately, as soon as you leave the cities. Um, I have a good friend that I've uh got to know over the past maybe four or five months now. He's in Morrow County. You ever been to Morrow County? Uh, that's what he calls it, but it's it's uh, it's Monroe. But he, he says Mo Monroe, Morrow. Uh, wait, where is it Morrow County? There's a Morrow County, isn't there? Oh shoot, I don't know what, what he's saying now. I think it's Morrow County. Uh, anyway, thickest country accent you would think he's from Texas, but he's from Ohio. I can see why people have the stigma about Ohio that we just have a bunch of farmland and hillbillies because they're talking about rural Ohio. <laughs> like no one near where I live has a country accent. No one in Cleveland or Columbus or Cincinnati. Well, they're too busy 
uh, getting in trouble in Cincinnati, but um, yeah, country accent. So I can only imagine the country accents are going to experience an all glaze and Van Wert. But uh, yeah, so if you've been if you've been there, tell me. Let me know. We could talk about those two counties. I think that's it. Um, yeah, we'll see what what big thing we can do for episode one fifty. Oh, I hope you noticed the thumbnail, by the way. Shout out to uh, Brian, who doesn't listen to his podcast. Uh, he made that for me very graciously. It looks like I'm in the woods. <laughs> A place that you never see me in the woods. <laughs> but he made that from, you know, whatever computer program. And I really appreciate it. Um, that, that updates the, makes it feel a little bit more homey. Because I think I had like season two on there. Now we're just good stuff with Carlisi from now on. Available on, hey, we're available on almost every podcasting platform. All right, I'll see you guys um, next episode. Appreciate you. And, you know, we're going to take you out with the rest of that We Are the World. Boom. See you next week or the week after. 